What's up, listeners? Welcome back to week six of my Southern California high school football segment of the Sean's Take podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sean Gold, and I hope you all were with me on Thursday when I sat down with Griffin O'Connor, the former Yale and Edison High School quarterback, to talk some NFL football. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, make sure you take a listen today before the games start. But this morning, I've got a great slate for you guys, as it's now a very, very exciting time in high school football, and that would be league play. I'm going to start with some Trinity League games and then cover Long Beach Poly, Los Alamitos, the Edison Chargers, and then get to my players of the week. So let's get right into it. Oh, that's big. Welcome to my high school football podcast. I'm talking SoCal football. The performances you need to know about. The best things I saw on Friday night. So as I mentioned, we're starting with Trinity League action. And up first, we've got Modern Day versus Jay Sarah. In the opening at Trinity League play, Modern Day faced a Jay Sarah team that was looking to knock them off. And in a 21-13 victory, the Monarchs had to work for this win. Quarterback Elijah Brown threw for 260 yards and two touchdowns. Wide receiver Marcus Harris accounted for both of the scores, as well as 106 yards on the night. Running back Jordan Davidson finished the night with 94 yards and a touchdown. So in a night when the Monarchs' offense only scored 21 points, the modern-day defense was very, very special. Headlined by Nasir Wyatt, Leviticus Sua, and Aiden Berlin, the Monarch defense shut down Jay Sarah's run game for the night, making it tough for Jay Sarah to get the ball moving. A second-half shutout proved to be huge for modern day's success on Friday night. Moving on with the Trinity League, we've got St. John Bosco, who took on Servite, and the Braves cruised past Servite Friday night, taking this one 49-3. Everyone on Bosco's offense contributed in this one. Running back Khalil Warren opened up the scoring with a 16-yard touchdown, and then quarterback Pierce Clarkson hit wide receiver DeAndre Moore for a 51-yard score, and Israel Polk for a 23-yard touchdown as Bosco took a 21-3 lead into halftime. The second half opened up with Clarkson tossing another touchdown to Moore, this one for 58 yards. The next score of the game came on some trickery when Pierce Clarkson threw a backwards pass to wide receiver Eric Denham, and then Denham tossed it back to Clarkson, who took it to the house and put Bosco up 35-3. At the end of the third quarter, running back Cameron Jones broke off for a 42-yard touchdown run, and the final score of the night came on a Kingston Villamu Asa 50-yard pick six. Now, I've talked about Bosco. I've talked about modern day. These two teams play each other next week in week seven in what is the biggest game in the entire country, a battle between the top two teams in the nation. And after this matchup, we're going to know who the number one team in the country is. I can't wait for this game. I can't wait to talk about it next Sunday right here on the show. 
Rounding out Trinity League play, we had perhaps the best game of the week in a matchup between Santa Margarita and Orange Lutheran. After SM opened up the game with a touchdown scoring drive, the Lancers marched right back down the field on an 80-yard touchdown drive of their own that ended with running back Antonio Barea finding the end zone on a 14-yard run. SM would score another touchdown in the second quarter, and a little later on, Olu linebacker Wallace Philomu recovered a fumble that led to a five-yard touchdown pass from Olu quarterback TJ Latif to AJ Ayer. This touchdown put Orange Lutheran on top 14-12 to heading into halftime. Now, why 12 for Santa Margarita instead of 14? Well, that's due to the six-foot, 270-pound sophomore defensive lineman Jairay Moe, who blocked both of SM's extra points on their two first half touchdowns. This was Mo's first game suiting up as he had to wait for the transfer sit out period and what an impact he made in his first game as a Lancer. In the second half, SM went up 20 to 14 and then late in the third quarter, Mo came up huge again with a fumble recovery that led to another Anthony Berea touchdown and put Olu up 21 to 20. With 4.14 remaining in the fourth quarter, Olu quarterback TJ Latif ran in a touchdown and put the Lancers up 28-20. SM would come back to score with 17 seconds left. Remember how I said this was the most exciting game of the night? Well, SM scored with 17 seconds left to make it a 28-26 game, but they ended up coming up short on their two-point conversion attempt, and Olu walked away with a 28-26 thrilling victory. So remember all I said, how important Moe's two extra point blocks were in this one? Well, that was the difference in the game right there. And Olu comes up with a huge opening league play win. Now I'm going to break into some non-Trinity League games. And I'll start with the Long Beach Poly Jackrabbits, who took care of Milliken 42 to nothing. The Jackrabbits run game dominated the night. And if you guys remember back to when I had Greg Biggins on the show, we talked about poly lineman Tyson Ruffins, who was flying under the radar. Well, Tyson helped the Jackrabbits average 12 yards per carry and compile 355 rushing yards on the night. Running back Xavier Jones finished the night with 169 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Joining Jones with rushing touchdowns on the night was quarterback Darius Curry, who had two rushing scores as well, and Joshua Noodles Carson and Valentino Sanchez Castruita also both ran in scores on the ground. The Jackrabbits have improved to 6-0 as they have continued their dominance this season. Los Alamitos took on Newport Harbor in what was finally T.A. Cunningham's season debut. I'm so happy to see T.A. back on the field. And if you're listening to me for the first time, T.A.'s family had been evicted from their home in Georgia in June and enrolled at Los Alamitos in July. For whatever twisted and messed up reason, CIF rejected his hardship waiver to become eligible immediately. But finally, T.A. got free from CIF and was allowed to join his fellow teammates on the field for the first time all season. In his debut, T.A. consistently took on double and triple teams as he allowed his teammates to fill in the gaps and make plays as Losal held Newport Harbor to 21 points on the night. On the offensive side of the ball, we saw exactly what we're accustomed to seeing from Los Alamitos. Quarterback Malachi Nelson finished with 249 yards, three passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Running back Damian Henderson finished the night with three rushing touchdowns and 163 yards on the ground. And wide receiver Makai Lemon turned five catches into 107 yards on the night in Los Al's big win. 
In the final game, I'll talk about from week six, we've got the Edison Chargers picking up yet another victory, this time over Huntington Beach High School. Edison ended the night with 545 yards of offense, which included 300 yards and three touchdowns from quarterback Parker Awad in the first half alone. Awad hit Austin Hurley for a touchdown and Mason York for two touchdowns. York would finish the night with 162 receiving yards and those two touchdowns. Running back Carter Hogue finished the night with two rushing touchdowns. And really all night, the Chargers offense looked unstoppable. So that wraps up my game recaps from Friday night from week six of Southern California high school football. And now I've got my players of the weekend from both of these. I'm going back to two players who I've already mentioned. One of my Sean's Take Players of the Week awards is going to Long Beach Poly offensive lineman Tyson Ruffins, who helped Poly rush for 12 yards a carry and 355 rushing yards on the game. Look, anytime your run game is putting up these type of numbers, you know your offensive line is going to work. And Tyson Ruffins led the way for the Long Beach Poly Jackrabbits in their big win. And my other Sean's Take Player of the Week is Orange Lutheran's defensive lineman, Jaire Moe, who in his season debut came up with two huge blocked extra points that were the deciding points in Olu's 28-26 win over Santa Margarita High School. And with that, we're done with week six of high school football. It's time now to look forward to next week, modern day versus St. John Bosco game, the biggest game in the entire country. And as always, I'll see you guys right back here next Sunday. But before then, I'll see you guys back on the weekly Sean's Take podcast on Thursday morning with Juicy J to go over NFL week four and week five. You guys are going to love Juicy J. You'll love the episode. Do not miss it. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Sean's Take podcast and make sure to join Sean's Take on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.